Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking to Brittany Bannon about her at-home wedding in Branford, Connecticut. I thought you would be interested to hear how Brittany was able to incorporate Disney touches into her at-home wedding and get her ideas for doing the same with your at-home wedding. So welcome, Brittany. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Yes, thank you. I would love to go back to the beginning and find out when you were trying to decide where to have your wedding, did you ever consider having a wedding at Disney? Yeah, so I wanted a Disney wedding, but it just wasn't feasible. Unfortunately, my dad was disabled and my grandmother was just very elderly, so I knew they weren't going to be able to make the trip to Disney. So I started planning. We had a long engagement. It was about two years. So I started planning the wedding, and then unfortunately... About a year before my wedding, my dad passed away very unexpectedly. And then a couple months later, I lost my grandma unexpectedly. So I actually considered canceling my wedding about eight months before the wedding and just going to Disney and getting married at Disney because I was just so heartbroken and I just, my heart just wasn't in this wedding anymore. And um, I really went back and forth about it, whether to keep going with the wedding I had already planned. I mean, everything was already set up or to switch to a complete Disney wedding and start all over again. So it was tough, but I stuck with it and went with the original plan, and it was great. Okay, that's great. So then how did you choose your venue? I knew I wanted a castle. I looked at a traditional venue, and all I kept saying was, I don't want a traditional venue. I just want a castle. If I can't have Disney, I want a castle. So I started Googling castles, and I live in Rhode Island, And there was a castle in New Hampshire, a castle in Connecticut, and a castle in Massachusetts. So they were all about between an hour and an hour and a half from me, each one. So I just started looking at all different. I looked at three castles. And the last one I looked at, which was Bill Miller's in Connecticut, was amazing. I walked in and I was like, this is Beauty and the Beast. So that was the one. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Now, how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? I want to say we invited about 125 and we ended up about 95. Got it. Okay. Now, did you use the services of a wedding planner since the venue was a little bit farther away from where you live? Nope. We didn't have a wedding planner. It was just me and my mom. My mom helped me with a lot of stuff. We did a lot, a lot of do-it-yourself type stuff. We didn't even have a florist and we did all the flowers ourselves. We did real touch flowers. So it was a lot of work, but it was great. 
I'm very type A personality. Like I like to be in control. I know I like everything a very specific way. So I was very organized. I had a Pinterest that had sub things for everything I wanted and invitations, decor, cake. One of the, I was showing one of the vendors and they were like, I've never seen someone this organized ever. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I have it down. I actually was probably one of the few people that enjoyed planning my wedding. Wow. Okay. So can you talk a bit about the Disney touches that you were able to incorporate in all those DIYs? Yeah. So I had a completely Beauty and the Beast themed wedding. I wanted people to feel like they were in the movie. And my biggest thing was I didn't want it to feel childish or tacky. I wanted it to feel elegant and very much like you walked into the castle and you know you were dining in the Beast castle. So I started my Save the Dates or Beauty and the Beast, my invitations. I actually got them from one of the vendors on the Disbride site for Beauty and the Beast. I didn't want to do the traditional dome with the flower. I just felt like a lot of people do that and I wanted something different. I figured a lot of people were going to go in expecting that. So I decided to do candelabras. And then on top of the candelabras was a bouquet of red roses. So that's what every table had. That was our centerpieces. And then... Our seating chart, we didn't do like a typical seating chart. We didn't have just like the little cards. We did a a huge gold elaborate mirror. And then we had all of the names of each table on the mirror to try and bring in like that mirror from Beauty and the Beast type thing. The groom, he had a Beauty and the Beast tie. And I had vans that were custom painted and they were Beauty and the Beast. Our guest book was actually... I bought it, I, can't, I think on Etsy, and it was actually the rose with the dome. And then you signed a rose petal and you dropped the rose petal in. Our card box was a hand-carved Beauty and the Beast box, and it was beautiful. It was painted gold, so that was on the table as well. For the ceremony, our aisle runner was Beauty and the Beast. It said, tale as old as time with the rose, and then it had our names. Our music that we had, so the... Bridal party walked down to an instrumental of Evermore from Beauty and the Beast. I walked down to an instrumental of Tale as Old as Time. And then after, when we were walking out to the cocktail hour, we all walked out to be our guest, an instrumental version of that. So that was really good. We also had a Snapchat filter that was Beauty and the Beast, which a lot of people really had fun with, which I designed. And then you can just upload it right to Snapchat. It was really cool. We had a dessert bar that was all Beauty and the Beast themed. My cake was Beauty and the Beast. We had Beauty and the Beast cookies, Beauty and the Beast cake pops. And then my husband had bought me the Lennox statues that are Beauty and the Beast and the different characters so that they were sprawled throughout the table. They're all in like white and they're gold. So they're very like, I liked them because they were very elegant looking. We had signs too throughout. Like we had a sign that said, keep in mind that your transition from beauty to beast, we have a photographer or something like that. We had like little signs throughout the ceremony that like had the beauty and the beast theme. We had like a tale as old as time sign. So we had different signs throughout the ceremony too in the um, reception. But I think those are all like the touches. The whole thing just was basically beauty and the beast. (laughs) (laughs) Now you mentioned not wanting to do the rose in the dome because it was something that you had seen so often. Did you then get feedback from your guests on the various Disney aspects of the wedding? So many people thought that I had like a florist and a designer. People couldn't believe that I did it all myself. And I was like, nope. And I saved so much. Like my candelabras were actually considered Halloween decorations that I got from Michael's. And I got them like 50% off. So like for the same exact pieces that I was quoted from a florist, 
I think there was going to be like $175 per centerpiece. I achieved the same look for $60. Wow. Okay, great. So then that leads into my next question is what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget versus the least important aspects where you saved your money or you just saved your time? My number one was, like I said, the venue. I didn't want a traditional venue. I wanted a castle. So that was like on my number one on my list. My second was photography. I really, I looked for months. I I can't even tell you. I probably looked at hundreds and hundreds of different photographers' portfolios because I just wanted like, I wanted that wow, like those pictures that have that like wow factor. So that was my second thing. Third, I cared about the decor, but I didn't want to spend an arm and a leg. So there was like a lot of stuff that I loved on Pinterest. But I knew I, if I had someone else do it, I'd be charged a ton of money. And I was stuff that I felt like I could replicate myself. And that's what I did with a lot of the stuff. So I wouldn't say that it wasn't something that wasn't high on my list. It was high on my list. I just knew that I could, between me and my mom, we could do it. Something that I didn't want to spend a lot of money on and was lower on my list was floral. Just because I am a very type A personality, I knew that if I got floral and then the flowers like wilted throughout the day or if the flowers started to like petals started to fall or something I knew it would drive me insane so we went with the real touch flowers and people actually didn't know they thought they were real my mom made all the bouquets they're beautiful we did sunflowers and roses to try and do that like red and yellow and everyone said to me they thought that the flowers and the centerpieces and the bouquets were real flowers so that was something I would say that I cared a little bit less about was the floral I wanted to save the money there yeah I think that would probably be it and obviously I didn't get a wedding planner that was something that I didn't care about so I saved a ton of money there. But yeah, I think that would be it. Got it. Okay. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I honestly don't even know. I have so many. The day went by so fast. I really like the moment. So we did a first look. I went back and forth about doing a first look or not. So we did the first look and I really liked that afterwards when it was just me and my husband and we took our pictures because we had like that, you know, it's so crazy. You really don't get that alone time, so we got that alone time. And then we got that alone time again later in the night when it was nighttime, and we got taken again to do nighttime pictures. Getting ready, the castle had this incredible bridal suite, and everyone got ready in the bridal suite, and it was just really, like, everyone was excited, and it was just, like, really fun, and it was a really good time. My first dance, too. I mean, my first dance was a nightmare, but it was (laughs) still one one of my favorite, I think one of my favorite memories that I'll laugh about years from now but yeah what what happened with the first dance that made it a nightmare the groom had a little bit too much to drink and he's not a dancer to begin with I don't think he's ever danced before then and he wouldn't take dance lessons so between him having a little bit too much to drink and then going out and trying to do the dances he kept he just he wasn't moving and he kept telling me no I'm moving I'm spinning and I'm like you're not moving we're not (laughs) moving you need to move your feet like people are watching and he just kept saying I can't do it and I'm like oh my god (laughs) <laughs> and everyone's like cheering like laughing and I'm like, oh. people are like there are a lot of brides that would have been really angry but you just were laughing and rolling with it and I was like it's funny it's one of those stories you'll tell like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay so besides that did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected unfortunately my cake <gasps> Yeah, it's really upsetting. My cake did not come out at all like it was supposed to. So I was really upset about that. That That is honestly the only thing that went wrong the entire day. 
as the cake arrived and I didn't see it until until I was in the reception. They came and delivered it. I was upstairs getting ready. One of the bridesmaids showed me a picture and I was like, I hope that looks different in person because that is not what that cake was supposed to look like. And she was like, "Uh oh. And when I seen it, I was like, that is not what the cake was supposed to be. But it's just like one of those like little things that if that's the only thing that went wrong. I mean, we had a perfect day. The weather was beautiful. Everything else went perfect. I mean, I really can't complain. Right. Okay. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? There was a lot of, I was really concerned, like two months up to it, I started to get really stressed. I had my hairdresser cancel on me. <gasps> so yeah, not just once, twice it happened to me. Whoa. Literally, I think about two months before I was searching for a hairdresser and I was like just panicking because I'm like, October has become such a popular time to get married. It was Columbus Day weekend. I was like, I'm never going to find someone. And then I ended up, and I did a rose. I don't even know if they took a picture, but I did a braid that the back of my hair was it turned into a rose, which a lot of people couldn't do. So I was like panicking. And then I ended up finding a hairdresser and she was great. She was better than the other two people that had canceled. So that was great. Another thing I was just stressing about was how everything was going to get done that day. Because I mean, I had a ton of stuff we had to bring to Connecticut. So it was about an hour and a half drive. So we had we had actually ended up renting a U-Haul, loading a U-Haul, bringing it all down there. So just the idea of that. But it was great. The wedding party went down the night before. I went down the night before. We loaded the U-Haul. Then that morning, the wedding party unloaded everything. And then the staff unloaded the boxes and like put everything where it is, which gave me a lot of anxiety. I have like a type A personality where I was like, I can't see where they're putting things. And I don't know if they're putting it how I want. And <laughs> I want to be down there. <laughs> but it, it ended up, they did, a, they did a great job where they put everything like exactly where I would have wanted it. And it was like one of those things that I was so stressed about and I didn't need to be. Got it. Okay. Is there anything you do differently knowing what you know now? I would have went with a different person for my cake, unfortunately. That right. definitely would have been. There's a couple more shots. I wish I'd gotten a couple more pictures. Like I had just been more vocal about certain shots that I wanted. So that's something I would say to brides getting married that like if there's like a particular picture you want, like to make sure you stress that you want that picture. It wasn't something I'd really thought about beforehand until afterwards. And then I looked and was like, oh, I wish I had gotten a picture of that or a picture of that. Hmm. But no, maybe just not stressing so much, especially like those two months. I actually ended up being really I was sick for my wedding. Hmm. And I wonder if I hadn't like stressed so much, maybe I wouldn't have been sick. Interesting. Okay. So then you talked about how you're super organized. Do you have any organization tips for other couples who might be doing a lot of planning for their own weddings? So Pinterest was like my best friend. I made a Pinterest board and then you can make basically like folders, I call them, inside the Pinterest board. So you can make like one main board and then inside it, you can divide it into categories. So I had categories for everything between, you know, hair, makeup, bridesmaids, dresses, gifts, everything, and just organized it from what I seen and what I wanted. And then I also had a binder where I kept everything for the vendors, you know, the contracts that we had, so that I had all their information. And I knew like, you know, what I had signed up for, I had all that stuff laid out. I think those would be the two main things that I would suggest, because I know that stuff that people like, don't think about, and then they sign a contract maybe like a year or so beforehand and then they come back and they're like oh where did that contract go or did I get this or did I not get that or where's that person's email or number but I would say yeah like create a binder with all of that information and all that stuff in it and definitely the Pinterest because 
Pinterest was like my best friend with this. And then do you have any tips or advice for couples who want to incorporate Disney into their at-home weddings? I would say I really liked just picking one theme and running for it. I mean, Beauty and the Beast was my favorite movie. I loved it. So it was something that was important to me, but I think it really made it easier just having that one specific theme that I could concentrate at and make it like a whole experience. And I know a lot of my guests really enjoyed that too, because they, they felt like they were living the movie basically. But I know a lot of people incorporate multiple things too. And I've also seen a lot of people that like kind of second guess themselves, especially when having an at-home Disney wedding, like they feel like, oh, you know, maybe people aren't going to like it or people are going to like judge it but you know I had so many compliments and so many people had so many nice things to say so really I mean it's your wedding it's what you want and you should just go with it I mean that's like my biggest advice for having a Disney wedding especially at home is at the end of the day it's your day and it's what you want so that's what you should do you should follow your heart that's great advice well Brittany I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a Disney themed wedding at home and I appreciate your taking the time thank you so much So nice being here. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.